Hey y'all, welcome to this open exploration of everything LGBTQIA. It's your host, Shonda D, and your girl, Neck and Nikki Baby. And we will be exploring topics from all perspectives, asking the hard-hitting questions that everyone wants answers to, and saying the things that brown liquor makes slip from the tongue. No host barred. And you know how we be out here having them slipping from the tongue, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Our goal is to start a conversation about the things that go on in our community. So sit back, take, take a, a sip, sip, and enjoy, enjoy this episode. episode. Brown look at y'all. One, let that split. One, let that split. One, let that split. Hey. Girl, have you heard of Serene Candy Wax in Philly? Well, if you haven't, I suggest you go and look that up right now. It's the only 24-hour wax spot in the area. It's so cute. Every wax is named after a different type of candy. For instance, you can choose from the Cotton Candy, Sour Patch, or Twizzler. And while you're there, get into their skincare products, including beer oils for men and edible body oil for whoever you're trying to lick from head to toe. Oh, and did I mention Alicia Candy Gordon, the owner? She's an author too, and her story will blow your mind. You can book your appointment, find her products, and get the book all in one place. www.serenecandywax.com I suggest you log on now. Again, that's www.serenecandywax.com What's up, y'all? It is officially Pride Month. It is. And your girls, Shonda D and Nikki Nikki, we're back for another episode. We almost finished with this season, huh, baby? We are. We have this episode, and then we have 8, 9, and 10, I do believe. Damn, for real? I already thought we was in 8. Nope, this is 7. This is 7? Yep. I do believe so. Next week is 8. Next week is 8. Come on now. Then we got nine. And then we got ten. And then we'll bring it on in with ten. Mm-hmm. Do we got any more guests lined up? Because I know you was fussing at me because you said I was supposed to bring some guests on. I reached out, guys. I reached out to see what I could find um, with, the, with my trans people. And nobody got back to me. Yeah. So I just wanted to give y'all guys an update. I'm going to keep trying. We got more seasons to come. We're going we gonna to get it there. We're going to talk about it. Yeah, eventually we will get to a point where, you know what I'm saying, we don't have to like... Because one thing about it, like, I am very... Y'all know I'm very passionate about this podcast. But one thing I'm not going to do is I'm not going to beg you to come on here and be a guest. Mm-hmm. Whether we small or when we get big, because I do believe we're going to get big and I manifest it every time. So we are going to get big. Ain't no, we do believe. Right. So whether we're small like we are now or when we get big, like I'm not going to beg you to be a guest on our podcast. Well, so I'm sad though. I feel like our listeners are, are is growing. Mm-hmm. We are over 2,000 listens. Well, we mm-hmm. almost at like 2,100, mm-hmm. to be honest. Uh, for somebody, like, I I don't know anything about podcasting. I'm just learning as I go being a co-host with Shauna D. Uh, you know, we do a little bit of promoting on social media, and we be out here in these streets. But we don't have a real big marketing team. We're getting ready to put some money behind it, though. We really should, mm-hmm. marketing-wise, to get our name out there a lot more. Uh, but for where we're at and what we're doing marketing-wise uh, on the scale of things. and Yeah, for us to only be almost two years old, what are we about to be, two or three? 
This is 2023. We about to be two because we yeah. started in 21. Right. Yeah. So yeah. we're about to be two years old. Like That's a thousand downloads a year. We're doing good. Yeah. Our trajectory is right on track. So, I mean, it is what it is, but. You got to remember, though, too, it takes work, man. It takes consistency. Like you said, it takes hard work. You got to just keep going. Hey, man, Jay-Z's album, it was tough. The first one, it was hard. But, hey, you know, as he kept on going and shit, grit. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's hard trying to balance this with our regular everyday lives. Like, we do still, I do still have a regular job. Naked Nikki works for herself. Y'all already know that. If you're new here, welcome. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, I mean, as you keep listening and keep getting to know us, I'm sure you'll become familiar with our process that we try our best to bring guests and information on that is that will help you in whatever stage of life you're in. Um, today's particular guest is Akeisha. She is a realtor um, registered in the state of Georgia and South Carolina. So if you live in either, either of those states, um, you might want to listen up because mm-hmm. she got some home buying tips for you. Yeah, um, I definitely did learn something too. Yeah, her her episode was very informational. But before we get into all that good stuff, let me go ahead and give y'all this drink of the week now. Mm-hmm. I particularly chose this drink because I know my baby likes blackberries. I do. I haven't found any really good sweet ones lately. And it seems like every one that I pick up, now I got to, you know, really inspect it. Because there's always a fuzzy one in the middle that's infecting the rest of it. (laughs) For real, man, you get home, like you shake it up, you look around, you're like, oh, this is good. You open it up. Boom, there it is in the middle winking at you like, I got you, bitch. I'd be so mad. (laughs) So now I got to inspect the fruit all crazy and I haven't seen any really good ones. That's why you haven't seen any in the house. But we about to start hitting up these farmers markets Mm -hmm. and these produce markets. I finally found a watermelon with some seeds in it. Mm -hmm. You talking about, I'm going to hand me a a nice old towel, my tequila without the added sugars and the added carbs. Mm -hmm. But anyway, babe, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So this this week's drink of the week is a blackberry margarita. Now, let me tell y'all something. We are in season six of this podcast. So if at any point we repeat any drinks, charge it to the game. Okay? Mm -hmm. Because I don't keep track of what drinks we've made already and what drinks we've used already. At this point, we're 60 episodes in. At the end of this season, we'll have 60 episodes. So it's very possible that i may have repeated a drink or two at the end of the day with brown liquor it ain't but so many drinks you can make so right you just okay we're here all right all right now let's go with it so this drink uh is from abcfws.com uh the recipe includes salt Mm. Two ounces of Mexicano Altino Blanco tequila, mm. or use whatever tequila is your preference. Three ounces of Mr. and Mrs. T's Margarita Mix. One ounce blackberry syrup, blackberries, lime wedge, and mint. I could do without the mint, but the mint's probably setting it off. But that sounds really good. Mm-hmm. And that Alto uh, tequila is what we drink at our favorite Mexican restaurant. No, this is Mexicano Altino Blanca. Mexicano Altina. 
Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so the one that we drink is just straight Altino. The one that we Alto. drink, the one that we drink at our favorite restaurant is called Altos. Altos. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a Blanco tequila anyway. But our favorite at home tequila is eighteen hundred. But um, to make the drink, it says rim a glass with salt and set aside in a shaker with ice. Add tequila, margarita mix, and blackberry syrup. Shake and strain into a prepared glass. Garnish with blackberries, lime wedge, and mint. They even have a mocktail version. So if you are trying not to drink, if you on some kind of sabbatical or whatever it is, and you don't want to have an alcoholic beverage, here you go. Replace the two ounces of tequila with two ounces of N-K-D-L-D-Y non-alcoholic tequila alternative. What? Yes. What does that say again? Prepare in the same method as above. N-K-D-L-D-Y non-alcoholic tequila alternative. So it must be some type of it must have the flavor of tequila but it it's not actually so tequila. So they got non-alcoholic tequila? Yep. And it's it costs the same as about a tequila bottle. It's $26.99 at this particular ABC location. Up. And you can have you a non-alcoholic beverage. I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the sugars is in that. Don't says, mind me in the sugar. It says made with naked with naked lady. Oh, it's naked lady that's the brand. N-K-D-L-D-Y. Naked Lady. Yes. Right. That's the, that's that's the, the brand. brand. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, we're going to have to go to ABC and just check that out. Mm-hmm. That's off the chain. It's been out for a long time. I'm seeing uh, reviews going back seven years. Yep. So all of these are seven years ago. Was it, was so, it, just give us one review, babe. One review says, I tried Kinky Gold at a friend's house and liked the taste. It can be mixed with pineapple juice or in or on the rocks. They said in the rocks. My favorite. Um, somebody said, I bought this drink a week ago along with my friends. And we are super glad we did. Somebody said, tastes so good, smoothing and relaxing, fun time drink. Oh, wow. Yep. There ain't no, no percentage of alcohol in it. Not even 5%. Mm-mm. Nope. I wish they had more pictures that I could scroll through, but it doesn't even let me like enlarge it so i can't see but yeah it's a it's a tequila alternative it says non-alcoholic spirit mm. Mm-hmm. i don't know if i would trust that i'd just rather drink the juice like why would you buy tequila. a non-alcoholic spirit that's that just because, makes me feel like that. That's because you're you're a drinker, but for somebody that maybe I don't know. I mean, I guess if you in AA, you wouldn't want to play around with it neither. Mm-hmm. But if it's just somebody that may be beyond that, and they just they don't want to, you know, feel intoxicated, mm-hmm. but want that taste, well, go for it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or they if. Depending on what the ingredients is, they may not have the added sugars or something like that. And they're like, well, hey, I don't want to feel intoxicated, but I want to taste. I want to feel like I'm tasting some alcohol. So mm-hmm. let me go ahead and get that and get me an Old Duels. Old Duels is a um, yeah, I remember. beer. I remember the first time I seen it and I was like, what? This is not alcoholic. Like, what? what's the point? I was drinking them but when I came home. It is what it is. Um, so let's get into it before we get into our special guest. Oh, I got some shit to say. Go ahead. Get it now, off your now, chest, baby. Right. Now, first, 
I, I got a question. I got a question for y'all, and I got a question for you, babe. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm wow. sorry. Before you get into that, um, let me just say, because y'all know, we, we do. We live in Florida, and I want to send a, a quick rest in peace to the mother of four um, from Ocala that was shot by her white racist neighbor. Um, what? Yeah, you didn't hear about that? I seen it, but I didn't stop. You know what? Some things I just have to go past. You, pay, you scroll past because yeah, of the trauma. Exactly. And yeah. I'm like, I, I can't deal with that right now. It's yeah. just going to put me in a, a negative space. Mm-hmm. So I kept on scrolling. So put put me down real quick before I start my shift. So the story is that the girl was a single mother. Um, she had four children. She lived next door to this white lady. They apparently lived close to a field, some kind of open field in Ocala. Um, apparently the white lady, the neighbor, she, her name is Susan. Let's call her by her name. Her name is Susan. She thought she owned the field. The lady would send her kids out to play in the field. I mean, obviously, you know, kids like to run around and play outside. We got neighbors who send their right. kids out every day. Right. Almost. Especially and now that it's Saturday. Yeah, especially now that it's summertime. But right. apparently this lady feels like she owns the field and kept telling the kids not to play in the field or go home. Um, she even approached one of the kids one time and hit him with an umbrella, supposedly. Um, called him, called him a nigger, called him the N-word. And, of course, like kids do, they went back and told their mom. And, apparently, they were playing in the field. One of the little boys had their, had his iPad outside or whatever. And, um, the lady took the iPad. So, of course, like I said, like little kids do, they went back and told their mom, like, right. yo, like, lady next door stole the iPad or took the iPad or whatever. So, she went to go to approach the lady to ask her, like, yo, what's up? Like, why are you bothering my kids? And the lady shot her through the door. Just straight she shot didn't, She didn't open the door? She didn't open the door at all. She just shot her through the door. Shot her in the chest. Mind you, one of the little kids saw it. And at first, she wasn't the the lady wasn't arrested, um, but now she has been arrested. Um, so I just want better be what I just want to send a quick rest in peace to AJ Owens. Her name is AJ, or her she was known as AJ Owens. I think her name is a a I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong. Um, a I J K E Owens is her last name, but people said they knew her. So they called her AJ. So, yeah, I just want to send a quick rest in peace out to her and her family because it happened in Florida. It's right down the street. From, well, not right down the street, but like two hours away from us in Ocala. Um, and I just feel it's like, yeah, it's close that enough. Is like, so sad. Very sad. Single mother of four. And, you know, that's just unfortunately racism in Florida. And it's only going to get worse, especially if DeSantis becomes president. Pray to God y'all don't vote him in. But. It is what it is. He is currently our governor. And y'all see how Florida is being ran now. So just imagine if he became president. Okay? Y'all see the anti-gay laws, the anti-black education laws that he's doing. Like, when we getting out of here? So, yeah. That's a conversation that we that we are going to have to have. Sweetie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We may have to go like in, in in the middle like midwest or something let's go to tennessee is tennessee okay yeah tennessee is probably just as red as florida i doubt it oh, shit 
Why? I don't want to go nowhere cold, cold. Tennessee is probably one of them good old boys. What, what, what's too. going on in the Carolinas? We got my girl in South Carolina. Because <laughs> that's where I said I wanted to go to retire, right? Yeah, and that's, I think that's I where we both wanted to go to yeah, retire. We, that's so, yeah. we, we might as well just pack it up, man, and roll out. What is really stopping us? I mean... We don't have really... The only thing that's really stopping us, babe, is that you're four hours away from... You know what I'm saying? Your your parents. Mm-hmm. Other than that, we really do not have anything holding us here, man. We grown as hell. My son's grown. We don't got no kids yet. That's in school. We ain't got no real extra luggage. Only thing we gonna take is this furniture that we got right here because we spent some money on mm-hmm. it. The rest of this shit, we well, I'll say what we have in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of this shit, we can live and we can be out, man. We can put this on the back of the joint and. Be out. We, we'll talk about it. We talking about mm-hmm. it? All right, baby. Okay, now, uh, outside of that, uh, my week was pretty good. Because I know babe got a whole little rant. So, let me just go oh, ahead yeah, and, I'm about to and tell y'all about my week. Um, I've been working. So, it's the same as per usual, as per usual. Um, nothing new for me, really. Uh I am just trying to get comfortable with, I'll say this, I'm just trying to get comfortable with taking the time and the space to do the things that I need to do myself and for myself rather and feeling like it is okay for me to not necessarily not be up under you all the time. I don't want to say it like that, but like while you're up here watching TV or while you're up here writing or working or whatever it is that you're doing, like I could be in the room journaling. I feel like I don't take advantage of those moments because I just be wanting to be with you. And I'm so used to us being together and I'm so used to us like spending that time together and having those moments together. But it's like, okay for me to, to do what I need to do for me and then come back to you and still. What you mean? operate fully like i said like whether it's a saturday and we sitting at home like we plan to do this weekend and just watch tv and watch movies like if you were to start to work because you know how i'll be on you like it's the weekend i don't want you working you know what i'm saying like just put close the computer don't do nothing but if you were to start to work that's okay like i can use that time that you're working to go and do something that helps me focus on myself. I know, but... Rather than putting so much focus on what you're doing and what I don't want you to do. But I feel like if you don't pull me away, then sometimes I can get lost in then you're struggling to get that attention. Because I'm so used to... Like you said, like I do, like I work for myself. So when I'm here, in the mornings I have most of my energy. So that's when I try to get everything Mm -hmm. done. Uh, and then on the weekends, you know what I'm saying, I have a little bit more time to play around with the things that I've missed during the week because now like 45 done kicked in, like I still look like I'm 32, but the way my brain is set up in these knees, bitch, (laughs) bitch, as I said in my group, I'm a kid at heart, but knees and ankles, baby, is hurting. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. So like sometimes I need you to pull me away um so that we can have some quality time and that uh I'm giving myself a rest. I'm getting ready to go in full go mode. I am like I'm, I'm bouncing on that comeback. Uh being in the situation in the in the living situation that we're in right now, 
Uh, it makes me want to work a little bit harder. You know what I'm saying? It makes me want to save some money. It makes me want to pay some of that credit card debt down so that we can go ahead and we can get this house that I've been wanting to, uh, you know, purchase for you. And now we can go ahead and, you know, have our money and everything set up and put to the side for our wedding. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that we good. Right. We okay. Right. And, uh... I need you, babe. I say all I have to say, you know, sometimes I need you to pull me away. Right. And that's okay to do sometimes, but also sometimes it's okay for me to just let you do your thing. Because regardless, if I pull you off the computer, you're going to pick up your phone. That's not true. No, that's not true all the time. But I'm just saying, like, I can't stop you all the time. And the times that I'm too focused on what it is that you're doing, I can just take that time to go do something that will be beneficial to my self-care. I mean, but that's crazy because I'm always thinking about your self-care. Like when I wake up in the morning, you're not a morning person, but I do. I'll be ready to wake your ass up because I'll be up <laughs> at 6.30 like shit. Like, man, if babe got up, we can go here. We can get a mile and a half in. I can exercise her real quick. Then I can go do an account. It'll be, what, 7.30 by the time we get done. Mm -hmm. By that time, I can go do my account, come back. While you juicing, now it's 8.30, 9 o'clock. We done already did a workout. I done already cleaned that account. Now we in here juicing. Now we can do some affirmations and pray and you can read your book or, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. do what it is that you need to do. I just feel like you, you got you to gotta find your lane. Like yeah. You just got to get back in your lane because I am like, I'm up. And y'all, when I say, if I do too much moving around, I'm a light sleeper. Yeah, like, babe, will you're waking me up. And then once <laughs> I wake her up, then it's just like the next hour is just, uh, you woke I, me I, up. Yeah, she has, I'm like, cranky. She has a, yeah, she's cranky. And then it makes me cranky. And then I'm out there cussing out the white people. Drop, <laughs> I'm like, I mean, excuse me. I, the, the white people and the colored people. I'm cursing everybody, everybody can get out. Everybody can get it. Yeah, everybody can get it. Yeah, I mean, but um, I just feel like you gotta you you, you gotta get back into the swing of things. Like I'm getting back into the swing of mm -hmm. things, and I'm getting what it is is I'm really getting serious. I'm, I'm gonna be 45, and there's just goals that I want to accomplish before we actually get to October, and then going into the new year, especially because we get ready to get this new lease. I just have goals to where we going into 2024, man, and we rolling. Mm-hmm. We rolling. My babe thought that I went and um, opened up a new account and then put her name on it. You was feeling a certain type of way. I was... I really... I messed with you about that, but I really... I really... I, yeah, because you got the keys and you got the codes to everything. Yeah, it wasn't no big deal to me at all. Okay. Like, all I right. wasn't really tripping for real. You sure? I'm positive. Oh, I was about to say, because, babe, like, you already know. Yeah, no. You got the code. I don't I don't care about your money like that, babe. It I ain't really even. Know. <laughs> I, I, I know that you, you got your own. That's one of the reasons why I love you. And I know that you ain't, that you, what? You ain't checking for my cash because you got your own. Like, you're not that type of person. But still, I would want to know too, bitch. What, what you doing? Because you I, yeah, know I just wanted was, to know why. What was the purpose of it? That's all. I didn't care about what was in oh, there. I was or thinking what, that shit. You see me out here getting skinny and shit. About to get by a visit line out this oh motherfucker. Growing my motherfucking sides back and shit. Bitches getting sexy out this bitch. So I said, 
Hey, bitch, you done changed the banking accounts like you about to be um. What, what you doing? Yeah, I did yeah. ask you yeah, if you, you had, had a motherfucker but, upstate that you right. was paying their rent. Right. Now. Yeah, I did. Because, you know, shit be happening. It do be happening, but not around this motherfucker. I I'm know. not paying nobody's rent but y'all's. Uh, yeah. Shit, I only pay half. <laughs> <laughs> Am I paying somebody else's rent? Bitch, that's a whole lifetime movie right there. Uh-huh. Nikki, paying somebody's rent. Brought to you by Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, that's a whole lifetime movie. What right there. Johnson and Johnson? Get what was your little vent? Your little rant? We are already twenty two minutes in, man. We go gonna in? have to. We gonna have to come back to that. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then another we'll, time. Yeah, another time. Yeah, because we are already twenty two minutes in. We need to get this guest out and on. Okay. So we could talk that shit so, and see what's going on with the housing. Because now you got me excited. Because if this man that you said, what's his name? The governor, Ron DeSantis. Yeah, if he some people president. call him some people call him Ron DeSatan. Ron DeSatan. Like that. I, I didn't pop that too loud. That's the nickname they've given him, Ron DeSatan, because they say he's like Satan, like he's he's acting like the devil. Like you got some power well, and just lost your fucking mind. Let's roll. Instead but, of instead of me investing in another, uh, you know, like cleaner company, like another venture down here. Or buying property or something like, let's just roll. I still say we buy a house down here so that we can come back. Cause it's still Florida. You know what I'm saying? We can maybe do an Airbnb or rent it out or something while we ain't here. And then we go, you know, in the Carolinas and chill and buy some big shit and grow some watermelon. <laughs> with some fucking seeds out here. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't understand. Anyways, Anyways. Um, Anyways. we're going to have to talk about that off air before she goes on her whole rant about what what our future is. We already done had plans set in place before she even moved down here. So if the plan is changing, that's a whole big conversation that we got to have. But anyway, we are going to get into this uh, episode with our special guest, Akeisha Tarver. Like I said, she is a realtor licensed in Georgia and South Carolina. Um, she is going to give you all this, this good information, this good, good, good information. I am going to make sure that I put all of her tags in the show notes. So look out for that if you want to follow her. Um, also, it is Pride Month. So mm-hmm. y'all, be careful out here in these streets, Okay. Things are happening. This world is changing. New York was orange yesterday. I see. (laughs) Like, because of the wildfire smoke that's traveling down. Like, be careful out here in these streets, please. Please, please. We did not give our disclaimer with the drink of the week. I was just getting ready to say that, too. Like, we didn't give But, y'all, make sure y'all just be safe. Do not drink and drive. Do not take any drugs from strangers just because it's pride and you want to be in the mood and you feeling yourself and you having such you a good talk, time. You, 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 uh-huh. Talking about drugs. You don't take dr- no drugs from strangers. Last time you took some uh, drugs. Talk about marijuana. That's still considered what are you a drug. talking about? You said don't take no drugs from no strangers. Anyways, <laughs> she wouldn't let me finish. She wouldn't let me finish. I, my story, I, I don't even know what you're talking about. No, you know what I'm talking about. No, I don't. When we was on the boat and you took the marriage of Warner. What boat? 
I don't. I have no idea what you're talking the about. The fucking so, cruise we was just on. We'll talk about that later. But anyway, uh, but I, I didn't take that to consume it for myself. I None. took that to give it to somebody else. Exactly. But don't so do why that. Why would you bring that up? You ain't. You didn't let me get to the to the good part because it was funny. But you was sitting here acting like you ain't know. Because I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I wasn't thinking about that because. We won't just cut that part out. It, no. It, it, anyway, um, like I said, don't take no drugs from strangers. Y'all be safe out here in these streets and have a good time. Party it up. You never know. You might meet your forever person at Pride, but be safe. Practice safe sex, whatever that looks like for you, because it can look like a whole bunch of different other things. And you know what I'm saying? Come back to us alive and well. Okay? We need you here with us okay mm-hmm. all right now we gonna get into this commercial break and then we'll be right back with our special guest so y'all make sure you stay tuned and stay locked in we'll be right back you ain't got nothing to say to the people now no nah, i'm gonna be quiet now because <laughs> i'm shun my ass so i'm gonna be quiet all right y'all we'll be back with our special guest akisha right after this break i was just loud and wrong Are you looking for a brand that defines the hustler deep down inside you? A brand that motivates and inspires you to keep going at all costs? We all get a little discouraged when it comes to this entrepreneur lifestyle, but no worries. I got you, sis. Black Prodigy Hustle, where every hustler finds their inspiration. Visit their website at blackprodigyhustle.com to purchase their merch. Learn more about the Women Air Scholarship Fund and follow them on Instagram at blackprodigyhustle. Again, BlackProdigyHustle.com and follow them on Instagram at BlackProdigyHustle. All right, y'all. We are back from our commercial break and it is time to get into this interview with tonight's guest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all you got, baby. That's, that, that's all I got. Y'all, a, mm-hmm. already, y'all already know where I'm at with it today. It was hot, as musty, looking like Otis. What's my man's name? Uh... Ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. Ain't nobody come to see see you, Otis. What the hell is his name? David Ruffin. David Ruffin. <laughs> Did you see the post that I posted up no. in, the, in, the, in, the, in the group? Like, all y'all hoes was talking about y'all wanted it to be hot. Now, look at you. <laughs> Just must Just must <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I was right. one of them, so... But we're going to get into this interview with Akeisha Tarver. We are talking. She's a realtor. So we talking all about the home buying process. All right. So without further ado, let's bring into our guest, Akeisha. Hello. How you guys doing? Woo, woo. Woo, woo. <laughs> That's hey. what you got. Can y'all hear me? Yes, we can. We can, hear you. We can hear you. Keep that same energy, boo. You sound really good. Okay. All right, so we got a couple like break icebreaker questions for you. So we gonna just you know we run through these. We gonna run through them real quick, just to break the ice, so the people can get can get to know you before we start talking business. All right, let's go. So, uh, what do we want to start first? I'm gonna start first. You said that you was a drinker. This was a couple of minutes ago, and then you said that you had some Patron No Chaser. So, do you prefer white liquor over brown liquor? I was gonna ask that. I really do. I really prefer just Patron. I will drink 1800, but I 
I'll drink anything. It just depends on the atmosphere. However, mm-hmm. those are my preferences. See, she's a drinker. I take eighteen hundred though over the Patron any day. What? Well, I don't know. I yeah. do not like Patron. I don't. I Patron do like sneak Patron. up on me. For me, it sneaks up on me. It's I don't not like taste. It's not like eighteen hundred will hit you. Like you know what I'm saying? That Patron sneaks up on me. I love that eighteen hundred. It's a sneaker. Well, see, I like them because they're along the same lines. They both go down pretty smooth. True. So, That's true. I feel like I the mean, I think I legit had the eighteen hundred, but. I think you should have tried Patron again. Give it one now, more try. Listen, I tried this one on vacation. It's in an orange box. I don't know the name of it. In in Julio or something like that. I'm, the I'm Añejo. Añejo. That's Añejo. probably what it is. Uh-huh. That shit was great. <laughs> it went down super smooth. Like So I had a drink package. That's all I was on the whole time. Listen, you had a drink package. Were you on a cruise? Yeah, we were on a cruise. Ooh, what cruise uh, line? That was Carnival, right? It was we Carnival. Went on, I think it was the Horizon. Oh, that's like one of the big. That's like one of the the good, like nice ships. I didn't know they had no unhayo of rolling around on the on on the mm-hmm. carnival. I knew oh, they, they had, had some they had top a show. Banner joint in the back of the boat, right? Um, it was like this little Cuban. It, it was set up like a little Cuban spot. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, all right. Now, see, I have to give. Uh, I gotta give the Horizon uh, a chance, and then there's another one. They have a, a newer ship too, a Margarita. Ville ship, I want to say no, a Mardi Gras ship or something to that effect. Mardi Gras, yeah, because the Horizon they updated that. That's like an up to dated ship too. So yeah, you picked a good ship to go out on. All right, babe. What's what's, what's the next question you got? Nineties R and B or nineties rap? Rap. Okay. Rap day. <laughs> I listen to I listen to both because my wife loves nineties R and B, but I'm a rap head, so. Ooh, who's your favorite rap artist? Ooh, do I have a favorite? It would have to be Kanye. Kanye? His craziest? All right, real quick, you got to give me a female, too. Okay, best female for me, Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim. Okay. So, East Coast or West Coast? I don't have a preference. You just go in? Yep. All right. All right, love uh, romantic comedies or scary movies? Uh, definitely prefer the comedies. Okay. Do you like stand-up? Anybody in particular you like for stand-up or no? I like Dave Chappelle. Uh, what is that guy named? Ja Corey or something like that? Ja uh-huh, Corey. uh-huh. Joe Corey, I think that's his name. Um, those are my two favorites. Kevin uh, Hart. Kevin Hart, okay. All right, so we're going to take it back a little bit for the Friday movies. Smokey or Day Day? Who you rocking Smokey. with? Smokey. Smokey. <laughs> All right, babe, one more. Everybody say Smokey <laughs> over Day Day. Smokey was funny, but I, I love Day Day. Smokey was funny and Day Day was funny too, but I just feel like the original nothing can top the original. Like, nothing. No. See, Chris, Chris Tucker was like, really, he was like a cool... He was cool hungry then. Right? Yeah. But Day Day was like, he was like a somebody kid or something yeah drop him on his head you know yeah all right one last one would you rather talk on the phone or text text 
Okay. Why text though? You don't want to hear that voice? Not all the time. So <laughs> most of the time I might be doing a couple of different things and it's easy to just pop off a text than to try to hold the phone and talk. Um, mm. How old are you if you're a mommy asking? Oh my goodness. You yeah. just trying to put it out there. I'm putting oh it out there. God. I, I got I'm forever see. 21. I know that's right. I know that's right. My real age is, uh, how old am I now? 45. 45? I have to think about it because I never really think about my age. That's because we always be lying. I was 40 for like three years. I think I'm about to be 40. I'm going to be 45 in October. Mm-hmm. But it just surprises me that you said text versus talking because... I'm a lazy bitch. I'd rather just talk to you on the phone versus trying to be out there doing all that texting. That's why I'm like, she sound like she a little bit on the older side. That's what made me ask when you dropped that that answer right there. I was just being all in your business. Forever 21, though, is cool. Yeah, I'll like forever be 21, but yeah, for me, texting is the way. You got to think, too, for her job, she probably do a lot of talking. On the phone. That's true. That's true. And we're going to get into that, too. We're getting ready to get into what she do for her business and how she can help us all right. become. Uh, well, how she can help us all level up. I uh, love it. I'm uh, ready. Let's go. Okay. So, I know you are licensed in Georgia and South Carolina, right? Right. Okay. So, walk us... Okay, so just tell the people what you do. I'll let you tell, explain to the people what you do and all of that. Okay, so as a realtor, you're a little bit of everything. You're the you're the consultant. You're a confidant. You're the um, leader in a sense because you want to guide your client in the in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so we may for a buyer is different conversations depending on what you're doing in the transaction. So for a buyer, um, I may talk to you about where you are in thinking about purchasing a home. Is it just a dream for you right now? Are you like ready to execute and have a mortgage application ran to see, to get you qualified? Um, and then from someone selling their home, why are you selling? Where are you trying to go? Uh, when do you need to be there? What are you looking to get out of it? So just we're like consultants. Okay. So how did you originally get into real estate? That's an interesting story. So I'm going to put total transparency out here. We got right. time now. We got time. <laughs> Talk to us. So... Um, it was something that I had always thought about doing since the age of about 20, but I never pulled the trigger. Um, and we, my wife and I, we were actually going through a foreclosure on our home that we were in. And a part of the, we did what is called a in lieu of foreclosure. And they actually paid us to get out of the house. Okay. And so I was like, okay, I know where I need the income to remain, what careers can I choose to get me there? And um, I had signed up for these uh, real estate updates about when classes were coming out. And I just kept seeing the emails. And I was like, okay, I think this is what, this is my next step. And I talked to my wife about it. And, you know, we took some of the money and I paid for the class, bought my books, and the rest is history. That's what's up. All right, so you do real estate full-time. 
actually worked full time as well. Oh, so she's just out here getting all That's the money, win, right? Save me some money, boo boo. Save me some money. So the goal is to do real estate full time, but just to give you guys a little background on my on our family dynamic, we have four kids. Um, we have two that have totally went through college and one has went through grad school Uh, and we have two more that are we have one that's graduating from grad undergrad and going to grad this year and we have one that's a junior going into her junior year so like we need them corporate benefits yes (laughs) yes you do we need that dental medical vision right um, <laughs> and so until we can get them completely out of school full-time is just not an option for me right now um but in the next couple of years okay that's what's up go ahead you know me I'm, i think I'm you was about to one. ask the same question i was about to ask what how long you been how long you been married yes we have been married 12 years. We've been together 13 years. Now. Yes. Oh, love. I'm so clapping, yes. but my phone in my hand, so yes. you can't hear my claps. <laughs> <laughs> so so how long have you guys been together? Because I know I heard fiance in there in, in a couple of times. Beyonce, Beyonce. So we have been together this year, make three years. We'll be out of the terrible twos. Thank God. Okay. Um, we just got engaged last year in November for my birth. Well, I'll say during my birthday celebration. Yeah, year two. Congratulations! Thank you, thank you, thank you. you. It feels like I've been with this hoe for a long time. <laughs> my mama looking at me like, "Be nice." <laughs> but I love you, girl. I love, uh, you. I love you. Listen, when you committed to it, it, it feels like that. Listen, uh. Gosh, we're going to have to do a whole episode about the terrible twos because we went through a lot of transitions during the te- terrible twos. So once we get out of it, we're going to have to do an episode about that. I but, always thought that it well, was just a baby what? thing. Hold on. What was you going to say? What? I don't, I don't know if you get out of it because I think we went through twos, threes, fours, fives. <laughs> really? Oh, okay. 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 You know, so you have to think everybody... It's two different people, grew mm-hmm. up two different ways. Mm-hmm. You're trying to learn how to, you know, get to know each other, deal with each other. It takes time. So Navigate each other. I feel like when you when you think that you got it figured out, it's like, a fa- especially with you guys, because I feel like y'all been together, you said, almost 13 years. It, once you feel like you got to figure it out, boom, they right in the next cycle of changing because you don't stay the same. Right. Your needs and your wants right. change. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's always going to be constant. You know, we just got to keep it fresh and new. And how old? That's my next question. Uh, Okay. What was you going to say? How y'all keeping it fresh and new being together so long? And since you said, you know what I'm saying, we really don't get out of those twos. Let's go three, four, five. You know what? Trying to stay in tune. And sometimes we just hit. And sometimes we hit. Sometimes we miss. Um, We try to always... You know, go out. Um, we try to, you know, dress. Um, communication is getting better for us. We 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 couldn't communicate with each other for a long time. Mm-hmm. So now that we like tired of arguing, 
you know, we've been trying to argue for a while. Mm-hmm. And so we really try to tune in on figuring out what the hell the other person is really trying to say. Right. Um, and we do, you know, we have like, you know, massage night, rub you down. Right. Play a little game, have some drinks, you mm-hmm. know. I like that. Massage night. You got me stomping my feet over Yeah. Here. Don't give her no ideas. <laughs> you actually still owe me a massage because I gave you a massage. I rubbed you down. Well, the last time I massaged you, your I back you like went out. And I've been scared to massage you since then. Yeah, you do got some heavy hands. But yeah. a- a- anywho, 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 we ain't even going to take you down, down that way, Keish, for real. Um but how does your partner feel about you, you know what I'm saying, uh, having the real estate business and doing a full-time job? Is she there, like, to support or, you know what I mean, does it become like a little bit of a, you know, like a barrier because you're doing so much and you have the kids and you're trying to, you know what I'm saying, do the relate, you know what I'm saying, have a, uh, your personal time in your relationship? Listen, personal time is her time. I don't have personal time. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, my wife has a full career herself. Um, and so she is very supportive in what I do. It's really, you know, we talked about it before I got started. And we talk about what I experience um, on a day-to-day basis. So she, she's very supportive with business. Um if I have appointments, she's going to remind me, you know, hey, check your calendar. So she's very supportive. I don't think we've had any clashes or anything over this career path at all. Good. Okay. 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 All right. So for a first time... I- like I said, I know you uh, are licensed in Georgia and South Carolina. So this is mainly for those listeners. We're in Florida, so I know things are a little bit different between states and when you crossing state lines. But for the main people that you would be your audience, um, what's the ideal credit score for a first time home buyer? Um, what the standard considers a decent score is about a 620 okay but don't get discouraged by that number because you can get approved for a mortgage with a 580 Mm -hmm. you know or it just depends on a lot of different dynamics and everyone is different so um the lender looks at your debt to income how much Mm -hmm. you make how much Mm -hmm. you spend we've been right and maybe you just have a 580 because you really just never put anything in your name um and you may have like maybe some medical bills or something right Mm -hmm. but you pay all your bills on time you have savings uh you don't have any non-sufficient fund fees or anything like that credit score doesn't necessarily hinder you from getting approved okay but it will but it will Basically, factor yes. That, that's what I was going to say. Like it was going to factor in how much money that the lender will give you for what it is that you're trying to purchase. Correct. It will. Okay. Um, income more so will factor in how much money you get approved for. Okay. Income factors that. Okay. Credit score is going to factor your interest rate. Okay. Okay. How much okay. you're going to pay to get that money. Okay, yes. Right? Yes. So the better the score, the lower the rate. Okay. 
doesn't mean that you can't get it. So the so one thing I talk to buyers about is the strategy. What is your goal for buying a house? How are you looking at this step that you're about to make? Because if it's not going to be your forever home, if you're only going to stay in this house maybe one or two, three, say five years at the max, then you may take a loan with a higher interest rate because at some point you're going to sell it and go to the next property anyway. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter really what your interest rate, as long as your payment is where you need it to be, who cares where your interest rate is at because mm-hmm. you're not going to stay there. Okay, that makes But sense. now if you're trying to be one and done, then the type of loan that you get, where your credit is, where your income is at a certain point, all of that matters. Okay. I'm glad that I asked that question because I wasn't even thinking on it on them terms. Because right now we are in Florida, uh, and I want to I want to retire. I want to go to the Carolinas because you get way more bang for your buck for your money, like mm-hmm. land wise. You know what I'm saying? Right now we just gotta hope that it don't blow up out there. Right. Because well, what? I think what we're gonna blow up. Um. We kind of holding steady. We're seeing a little decline, but you're right. South Carolina is is a great state to purchase in. Right. See. That's one of my next questions. So, with the projection of another recession, do you think it's a good time to buy right now? Um, it's always a good time to buy if you're ready. Mm-hmm. True. It's it's just really about being ready because no matter what the recession's gonna do. Somebody's going to have to sell because they no longer have their assets and their finances aren't the same. But for somebody else, they're on the come up because they probably got a promotion because uh, the head boss was let go because they made too much money. And so you got promoted and you've got a salary increase so you can go out and you can spend. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it just depends on your circumstances and where you are at the time, whether you should do it now versus later. So, like, I have a buyer, a young person, doesn't make much money, but they're approved to, uh, you know, in the mid-150s. It's okay. that, that's just a tough market right now. So, yeah. um, it's kind of like, you know, he has to wait because there's no um, extra income for for them to use and... You know, it's really just tough to find a house with nothing that you have to fix in that price range in Augusta right now. So it just really depends on situation. That was kind of our situation a couple years ago. What was that, like two years ago? When you first moved down here? Yeah. We had got approved for right around 190 and we just could not find nothing that we wouldn't have had to put another $100,000 in just to renovate. Mm-hmm. And that was just yeah. with your income. Yeah, and that the, was just with my income. And the thing was, because I started my own business, I did have a full-time job. And I wish I would have been on that as soon as we moved down here. Because then, when I had my full-time job, I wouldn't have had no problem with, you know what I'm saying, stepping up, mm-hmm. giving them guys my paperwork. And then we would have been in the 300000 But because okay. I... Um, what I didn't I didn't leave, but I basically they, they let me go. They gave me a little severance package or whatnot. My oh, the position was eliminated. Mm-hmm. That's what they said to me. Okay. But they did. They gave me a little severance package. But right before then I had purchased a franchise. Uh 
my own little cleaning company. So I felt like it was just God telling me, go on here, girl, and do your thing. I'm going to prepare you to go ahead and, and start running your own business since you're scared. And they did. Like, my, my job let me go, and they gave me a severance package, so I was out there. And then that's when I started talking, let's get a house. You know what I mean? I wanted to buy her a house. Before I bought a ring. I wanted her to... You know what I mean? Like, I wanted to be on some grown woman shit. I want my woman to have a house. Then I get you the ring. Because that's basically, like, what I wanted. Yeah. But I didn't have those two years under my belt. And that's what everybody was saying. Like, the lenders were saying, like, you have to have two years uh, of tax returns. Tax returns, yeah. Mm -hmm. Before we can actually accept your income. And that kind of like put a damper on it. And that's how we ended up being at that 185, 190. And it was just sucking. We would have had to, we could have bought something nice, but we would have had to go an hour out of the city. Yeah. And that's something that we didn't want to do. Yeah. Yep. Totally get it. Um, so, yeah. How's it going now? What, what are you thinking about stepping back out to do that? Probably at the end of the year, because now I'm two years in. I'm two years in. And my income has went uh, twice as much as it was from when we first started. I want to say my first year, I was probably at like 45K. My second year, I came out at 80. So, like, I, I'm not ashamed. I am, like, happy yeah, about that. Like, yeah. I'll take that okay, 80K. Right? I definitely double, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and run with that. So, we're in year three right now. Uh, I feel like on my end, I have a lot of credit cards. I need to, like, roll them down a little bit, get my that the income ratio that what they look at like uh under control but other than that though i pay everything on time and i feel like that's the only thing that's really yeah yeah i mean like out of control if i was to look like damn what do i need to do that is it i need to get that that the income ratio down and for me with your credit cards though i'm sorry go ahead go ahead say that for me with your credit cards um, you, most of the lenders that I work with tell me you don't want to necessarily pay them off because that is a part of your credit history mm-hmm. and you want to present a strong history. Mm-hmm. What you want to do is make sure they're at 30% or less of your total credit limit. All right. Okay. And so and you want to keep them there. They don't want you to stop spending on them because what the lent, the banks per se are looking at is how you manage. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, do you charge on it and do you immediately pay it off or do you let it finance every month and then you just pay it off in a lump sum or something like that? So that's what they're measuring. Uh, so they, you know, you they want you want them to see that snapshot. So take for instance, you have a five hundred dollar card. You should charge no more than one hundred and fifty dollars. But if you charge more than $150 on that $500 limit, whatever you charged over $150, you need to make sure you pay it off. Mm-hmm. And then you can do the payment basically like on the rest because you're keeping it under that 30%. There you go. Okay. And see, that's what the people need to know. You got to keep it under 30%. Yes. I'm talking or to me right now. At 30 or under is what they really, they really want to look for. Okay. I was just going to say for me, um, my income has increased, but I, and I've also been able to pay my car note down some more. Cause I think when we first tried it, I had just really got my car. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but now I have 
a little bit more of medical bills. They haven't hit collections yet because I just had my surgery, but I'm still going through some stuff with the insurance. So that would be the only thing that I would, that would be an issue on my end. I only have two credit cards. I don't play with credit because I don't like to spend other people's money. I don't like to feel like I owe nobody. So I don't really play with credit cards like that. I use them for emergencies only. Um, and if I absolutely have to now my Amex I just got and I use that because we get the points and the points is amazing <laughs> <laughs> you can get all kind of stuff with them points travel credits all kind of stuff come with them points oh yes ma'am so um that's a great which which card do you have the gold card Yes. Mm-hmm. Even my wife works for Amex. So. Oh. Yeah, I know about them points. Yeah. Yeah, the points be Yeah, nice. those, I just bought me an Apple Watch with my points. <laughs> yes, ma'am. As a matter of fact. So, I completely get it. But, yeah, hopefully when we get back into it, like, it's looking way better than what our options were last time. Because we was going into some of them houses, like, oh, yo. No. I mean, we went into a house that had holes in the floor. Yeah, but that was yeah. for something different, yeah, though. That wasn't for us to buy. That was for us to try to do a fix and flip. Oh, was, yeah, that was that was something else. She kind of. I, I was scared in there. I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to touch nothing. I didn't want to walk too fast because I was like, "This looks like it is a danger zone." I got you. So, Keisha, I got a question. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to uh, say to you. Um, on your tax returns, mm-hmm. one thing that the lender's going to look at is how how much are you deducting? Because what they're going to do is take all of those deductions and deduct that from your actual income, and then that will be that bottom line number. So, like, don't... A lot of people take a whole lot of deductions. So I'm just sharing this for the people out there. Okay. If you're planning to use your income as leverage, mm-hmm. you want to kind of talk with your tax person or your accountant on how much you're the uh uh you're taking out See, I didn't that's a that. good tip for business owners too right for me you know what yeah. i'm saying she definitely shot that towards me thank you mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you but i don't think i did i did too bad though but i was on that same wavelength though anyway that's what i was thinking myself especially with um my uh when i seen my tax return this year i was like i made 80k you know what i mean but i wonder how much you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i gave out i know for a fact i gave 10 to twelve thousand out just in employees you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying just in you know doing my paychecks uh for for my part-time people and i'm thinking you know what i mean uh car insurance there's so much stuff that you can actually deduct that is really good so you're saying all of that stuff that I'm getting ready to go in there and tell them I want to be careful with that? Yes, you definitely want to be careful. And here's the reason why. Because that's your source of income. And that's what the bank is looking at when they're going to give you an approval amount. Because the amount you can purchase is based off of your income. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, plus sense. your debt. So if you're re- just saying and just for numbers, not saying this is what you're doing, but just for numbers. Mm-hmm. Just say you have the 80K, but you took so many deductions that bottom line number was maybe $35,000. Then what the bank is going to take as your income it's is $35,000. Yeah. Not that. Not, not the, the 80. 80 oh, that's terrible. Yeah. 
That's a terrible thing. Terrible. Yeah, so you want to be careful because a lot of people will like take the max deductions. Because mm-hmm. like, well, you got eighteen thousand. This was actual. These people made like a hundred thousand dollars, but they took so many deductions that they were reporting like a little under twenty thousand dollars in actual income. Jeez. So, like it was nothing that the lender anybody could do until right. they, you know, change that around. Until that next time they filed their taxes, they would have had to. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Because yeah. <laughs> I have, I always do mine late. I always filed out extensions, so I'm glad that I we we did this. Because now I'm I'm going to be on it. I'm gonna make sure, like you know, the big things that I need mm-hmm. to take out is taken out. But now I know I don't want to go under. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to go under. Shoot, I don't want to. So your conversation with your accountant or tax person would be, hey, you know, I'm thinking about I'm trying to buy a house this year. I need to make sure my income is showing whatever you need. Want your number to be. It's a conversation, okay, with your accountant, and they should guide you on the rest of it. Yeah, because they should know what to look for. So, are you looking to get licensed in any other states, or you just dealing with Georgia and South Carolina for right now? Uh, I do want to be licensed in a few other states, uh, North Carolina. I want to do a little bit in Florida as well. Um, These sharks down here. I come, I come to Florida quite often. Um, but definitely I, North Carolina has been top on my list. Mm-hmm. But So it's hard to be licensed in too many states because you have to keep up with all the constant changes Mm -hmm. in the real estate field the laws and things change several times throughout the year um but my ultimate goal is like with keller williams which is the company that i partner with uh, because the real estate agent is a 1099 we take care of all of our own stuff um we have like these big networking events. We went to Orlando like two years ago and agents from all over the world come in. I mean, they had people there from Brazil, Canada, Nashville, Tennessee. So we all kind of have a system where we call on one another if you're in different states that you're not licensed in so that you can always have like a good agent. And that will put money in your pocket because say, hey, say if you was down here, you know what I mean, and we did a little meet and greet, and you was like, I'm going to come down here to Florida, and I see a house, and I'm like, hey, could you help me with this? And you know somebody down here, if you know somebody, you know somebody, and you send me to somebody, would they, you know, break you off a commission for that? Like, if they, if we got the property, like, through you, knowing somebody? Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a referral. System, I was just about to say, so. like a referral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a referral system, so I would connect you. Um, and what I do is actually, you know, call and if I don't, if I know the agent, if I don't know the agent, I'll call and do like a little phone interview mm-hmm. just to make sure the minds will align. Because right. um, not everybody work well with one another. Right. And then once I think you have somebody that's compatible, I'll send the information, you know, as long as you're ready to go. And if you purchase something, then I will get a commission off of that. See, I'm about to ride past this house that I've been... I haven't rode past it in a while. But remember mm-hmm. the house that I had took you um, past that they was doing a full renovate on? What, um, last year? By, yeah, out there by the pharmacy. Mm-hmm. And then after they did the remake, it's like, I want to say a 4-2. 
But they wanted like a half a million dollars. They did. They wanted like 450000 500000 mm. for a house that's sitting across the street. Uh, you know what I'm saying? When you look out your door, there's trash and shit. Like, it, wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't adding up to me. So yeah. I said, you know, it, it was sitting there for a while. And I, I don't know if somebody has went in and bought it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't mind taking it because I know that it was rebuilt from the ground up. You know what I mean? Like, I watched them. I was riding past every day like, oh, they, they put the windows in. Oh, they putting toilets in that bad boy. But I'm going to ride past there though tomorrow because it's always on my way just to see if it's still empty. If it's empty, that means they is definitely going to have to do a price drop if they haven't already done one. But I was thinking maybe 300 Yeah. Maybe. I feel like you're not going to get really uh, anything that's in the city because that's in the city. Yeah. Uh, in that many bedrooms, a four or two, under three hundred, never. We was just looking at some houses Saturday in Soho. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we were just like we we were just riding down the street like we were on our way to our favorite restaurant, and we were just like, I wonder how much these houses sell for because like six hundred thousand. And I kept telling her, I was like, I wouldn't feel comfortable leaving here, even though we don't have no kids yet. Like her son is grown, he's grown. So we don't have no little kids. I was like, I wouldn't feel safe with my kids being outside in this front yard because the front yard is damn near the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I was and just the, like... The things you have to think about when you yeah. purchase and you're planning for the future. So that's you're thinking the right way. But it was absolutely beautiful, though. Yeah. The, they wanted, the neighborhood was nice and quiet. That's wanted, like our favorite um, area. So... Okay. For a one one though, babe, they wanted two. What two she grand. said, two, it was yeah. over two grand, over and that was grand, her. Yeah. That was her renting. So you can just imagine for a one one. For yes. a one one. Wow. Yeah, yeah, whoa, yeah. Listen, you you said the four two was great. You can come to Georgia or South Carolina and get a five three for what you're paying for a four two and we're talking almost three thousand square feet mm-hmm. see what i'm saying so i'm living in a little baby mansion mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and and a lot of people so i just read some information where um they compared what's going on with, like the month of april numbers right for the for the nation and everybody was declining except for the south the south mm-hmm. is still on fire because in certain areas, we were like under the market. We weren't at the market average. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have so many people moving from other cities Down into there. these southern cities but to take advantage mm-hmm. of, you know, the pricing and what you could get. You can get more for the dollar. What you know? So, what is that like the mid south? Because down here in Florida, it is high as hell. They want um, like if I was but to you go got, online, but right you got to think high compared to up north high. Up north high isn't high. Well, you not f- unless you you rolling around like New York City or yeah, you know what I'm saying Chicago stuff or something Pittsburgh like that was was very reasonable. What At, for three hundred thousand dollars? Florida is like a major city. You guys yeah. have a lot of snowbirds that come yes. down this year. You know, it's a lot of... You got all the hot spots, tourist areas. All across the state of Florida. So those numbers are going to be increased. And they always have, like... At one point, I wanted to move out of uh, Georgia and go to, like, my picks with Florida, California, New York. 
I started looking at cost of living. All yeah. of them were along the same scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it came to cost of living, I was like, no, that's right. Everybody goes. is good. You got to think you got Miami, you got Orlando, you got like Pensacola, Daytona, Palm Beach, like all the hot spots are here. And like mm-hmm. she said, we got a lot of snowbirds, people that come, older people that come down here, buy houses, and they'll come live in the house for the winter and go back up. I mean, yeah, come, they come down here for the winter because it don't get as cold and then they'll go back up north in the mm-hmm. summer. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like, and then you got people that are just like realty groups that are just buying houses in bulk so they can flip them and resell them we ran into that issue Mm -hmm. so all right so what are some major no-nos or some major don'ts that you would want first-time home buyers to know like not to do some things not to do if you're trying to buy a house don't put things in your name for other people Amen. Woo. Preach. Um, what are some of the other big no-nos? Um, there is not a really a lot of no's unless you're going through the process. Um, now, when you're in the home buying process, then the main thing you do not want to do is have your credit ran, period. Mm-hmm. Don't do a bonus card. Just because you're getting ready to buy this house, don't go out and buy furniture. You know, don't buy a car. Because, you know, they pull the credit the initial time, and that lasts for a certain period of time. Two years. Um, before they'll have to repull it again. But, like, when you get ready to close on the house, they may pull it that day or that day before. Mm-hmm. And if it changed in any way, that could knock you from getting your mortgage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to find it two weeks from closing on their dream house, and they, like, I don't, they did something to the credit. They applied for a Walmart card or something. Um, got approved, and yeah, you through dropped the their score, yeah. over, and it was a done deal. Dang. No, 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 no. It wasn't they applied for a card, they had a card that did, they didn't pay. They didn't say that they this card was in default, and when they pulled that second credit check, it came up that it was in default, oh, and that, that threw everything. That threw everything off. Mm. So they were two weeks from closing, had already put in their notice on that they were moving out. So you know they had to scramble to find somewhere to go because where they were living wasn't available, um, and it and they had to wait. Like two years, two or three years before they could do the process again. Jesus. Damn, for real? Yeah. And the, ooh, was they money already down and they wasn't able to get their money back? Gone. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Hurt. So. You know, you gotta think about you. When you're going through the home buying process, there's some things that you pay for up front out of pocket, yeah. like your um, appraisal that the lender is gonna do. Mm. You have to pay for your home inspection. Um, some states you may have to pay for like the termite inspection or something like that. All of that comes out of your your pocket up front, mm-hmm. and then you have um like good faith money. We call it earnest money. So when you do put your contract in on the house, you say, "Hey, I'm willing to put up X number of dollars just to show you that I'm interested." 
but it's terms and conditions to you getting that money back. And if mm-hmm. you are in default, that money, it can go, go to the too. seller. That was going to be one of my other questions too. Like what other upfront costs do you, should you expect other than your down payment? But you just covered that. So on average, I hear a lot of people say your down payment is about 20%. Is that still pretty accurate? So that is a myth. Okay. Let's, let's bust this myth up. Got you. Let's this bust is, it this up. This is where the 20% <laughs> comes in. So there is this term that you want to know when you're buying a home. It's called PMI, and it stands for Private Mortgage Insurance. That's going to be on any loan that you have unless you put down 20%, right? And what this PMI is, the lender, because they're taking a risk and loaning you this money because you don't have the 20%, they actually add like a little fee in there because they're loaning you this money. Interest? Outside of interest, this is something that goes to the lender in addition to the interest that you pay. Oh, um, yeah, and so that private mortgage insurance, if you pay 20%, it eliminates that. Okay. So you don't have to pay 20%. You there So loans are like products, like insurance, like different types of shoes, anything else, different type of cable companies. That's how you want to look at loan products. It is a product. Mm-hmm. So if you go with the conventional loan, uh, which you put down about three to five percent as a down payment, uh, you can you can do that. There are FHA loans, which is uh, Federal Housing Administration. I couldn't get it out. I was studying. <laughs> <laughs> That's that Patron. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes their payment could be like three and a half, two and a half. It may be a little more, but their interest rate may be a little lower because it's a government-backed loan. But with the FHA loan, the private mortgage insurance, it stays there forever Mm. unless you refinance out of that loan into something like a conventional. Um, With a conventional, you have that private mortgage insurance, but once you get to 20% of your loan being paid off, then it drops off. Mm, Okay. And... Your credit score does come into factor when you're talking about the FHA loan and the conventional loan, right? It does. So with FHA, they tend to take lower credit scores. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're, they'll work with you more on a credit score. I'll say it that way um, to help you get in. But there are people with excellent credit scores that will go with the FHA loan. And, you know, if the interest rate works for them and things like that. So it just depends, but they'll FHA is designed to like help you get into the homes as a first time home buyer. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is not a first time home buyer loan, so I don't want anybody to think that. Yeah, because I I've heard people say that a lot too. What the FHA loans are first time home buyer loans specifically for first time home buyers. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. And with any loan product, a lot of people think you just have to buy a single-family residential home. But you can buy a duplex. Mm-hmm. You can live in one side and rent one side out. You can buy yep. a quad. You know, live in one and rent the other three out. Um, 
So depending on what your objectives are, is that's how you want to look at what you're going to do, which loan product is going to be best for you. Mm-hmm. That's crazy because that's basically what I wanted to do. Uh, that's where my mind's uh, frame was at too. Like, man, I should just get a duplex down here. And I was looking at duplexes, but I had to really just suck it up that I live in Florida now <laughs> and not back home because back home, you know, cause I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Like I said, we would probably have two duplexes and I would be living in Moreauville. We moving on up. I would be, you know what I'm saying? We would be living like really nice with the, um, like with the money that we actually make right now. And we would have property under our belt because up there, like the apartment that, um, I left my son to live in. It's a three bedroom. It's huge, and he's paying like seven seventy five a mm-hmm. month. I think his his rent went up since the pandemic twenty five dollars. <laughs> when I left, it was seven fifty, and it's and it's him and, and my nephew and his best friend got split in the rent. So I was thinking, to basically, to, to start in Pittsburgh too, because it's so high down here doing the house hack. Because that's what I heard like going uh, online. People that usually buy uh, like duplexes or multifamily units and they live in one and, you know, what I'm saying rent out the others to cover basically like the, the mortgage cost. Uh, mm-hmm. I was thinking about doing that with my son, just finding a duplex, letting him and his friends, you know, what I'm saying my family stay in the one side because they are they're good kids and then renting out the other side so we can have that property under our belt. And I felt like if I had another piece of property, then I got my own cleaning business that's growing. And then we got Babe that got the W-2. She got the, you know what I'm saying, the full package. I said, we will be going, yeah. you know what I mean, down here in Florida trying to, you know what I'm saying, purchase a house. Uh, so this is like my, this is my last question that I got for you. If I was to do it like that, because if I buy the property in Pennsylvania, if, if everything is still on, you know, my record, as far as you know, the, the banks coming in to see, will that factor in with me buying a home down here in Florida, or would it not? Because I purchased a home in a different state. Well, if it'll have sense. some impact because it's you know it's a mortgage that you're paying, so it will. They're going to take into your account um, that debt for your mortgage payment in Pittsburgh. But it doesn't necessarily have to hinder you from getting a house down here. Um, they'll look at a couple of things. That'll be really more so like a lender conversation. Okay. Because there's some things that they would have to, have to take a look at uh, to determine how it would work. Okay. But it's possible. I know people that do it. You okay. know, So it's definitely possible to do so I would have to be looking at more than likely like the debt, the income. Yeah. Once, you know what I'm saying? If I was to buy a property, because now I have a whole mortgage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I got my son in there and they're paying everything on time or not, but I still have to factor that it's in. It's probably something we should have did when you first moved down here. Yeah. And then we would have had years of it under our, our belt. belt. Right, right. Um, Might have to wait now. Everything when it comes to buying the house is going to break down to that debt to the income. income ratio. Okay. That bottom line. Sense. That's that's all they want to see is that bottom line number. What is that number? And that's how they're going to determine everything else. Credit is a factor too, but are you 
in a position to be able to pay this money back over time. That's really because the the bank does not want to be a mortgage. They don't want to hold a house. They don't. They can't do anything with a house, right? Mm-hmm. They don't want to be responsible for a house. So they're going to just thoroughly look at you, look at your debt to income to make sure you can get it. And go from there. But just think about this. If you do do the property in Pittsburgh, um, you can look at a portion of that as income. Mm-hmm. You know, your tax accountant to figure out um, the proper documentation you need to show like every month and all of that to make sure it's documented well. Right. Because I was thinking like the equity. Like, okay, if I already own property, then that means I have equity to where, you know what I mean? But doesn't it take a while to build equity? I feel like once you purchase the house, the equity is already in there. Well, it just depends. That's where you want to trust or, you know, interview some realtors Mm -hmm. before you um, purchase so that uh, they can pull the comps in the area. So what we do behind the scenes that you guys don't see, when you send us a house or we send you a house and you say that you're interested in it, and um, you've already been pre-approved, meaning you've already went to the lender, provided them with your tax returns, your W-2s, and all of that stuff, and they've given you a rock-bottom number and say you can go purchase. We, before we say, hey, this is what I think, we're going to pull the numbers. We're going to look at comparable homes mm-hmm. that's in the area. Um, we can actually look at some more detailed information to kind of see, like, you know, what they paid, like if they had to help the buyer get in the house, because all of that makes a difference. Okay. Um, so we look at a lot of data to determine the price. Is is the price set right uh, for the community that you're looking in? Mm-hmm. And then that's how we can determine if there's equity in that property or not. Sometimes you can go into it with some equity. Sometimes it could be an up-and-coming community. Mm-hmm. So the equity is not there right now, but, you know, it it will be appreciated yes, in a couple of hmm. Okay. I like that. Definitely learn something right there. Yeah. Because I'm real quick to be like, uh, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'll babe come in the house. I'll be like, babe, I done bought a building. She'll be like, bitch, what? <laughs> Exactly, she is. She's talking about. She just went and bought a whole building. She's very trigger happy. I'll be having to pull her back, reel her back in, (laughs) because yes. All right, so before we get out of here, I know you got jobs and things to do. I don't want to hold you too long. Hostage for about an hour. Um, Is there any other myths or anything about the home buying process that you want to dispel? And also tell the people where to follow you. Um, like we said, you're licensed in Georgia and South Carolina. So Georgia, South Carolina, we got some listeners in both places. If y'all mm-hmm. looking to buy a house, hit my girl up. Okay. Tell the people where to follow you and all that other good stuff. And like I said, just anything else about the home buying process that maybe we didn't bring up or didn't discuss that you would want people to know. Um, definitely work with the realtor. Interview a couple of them to make sure that you're compatible and they understand your needs and your wants. Um, Follow their guidance, especially when it comes to getting pre-approved. You can look at properties 
But like, if you find that right property and you're like, I really want this house and I want to put in an offer on it, but you don't have anything from a lender saying that you have been approved, mm-hmm. it's a waste of time. Right. right? Mm-hmm. In the markets, most of the markets that we're in across the globe, um, you have to be ready to execute. Mm-hmm. So that means you want to have your financing in place. Um. And other than that, my information, I'm on Instagram at Your Bottom Line Realtor. TikTok is the same thing. I'm just sitting here trying to think because I don't really look at my own. What's <laughs> up, <laughs> And Facebook is Akisha R. Tarver, and then it says Your Bottom Line Realtor. So you guys can find me on all three of those. Um, and even if you don't live in Georgia or South Carolina, if you have a question, I can't answer it if you're in another state, but I can definitely link you with somebody who okay. can. I just ask that you be serious because these, you know, it's time we, consuming. We get paid based mm-hmm. on like getting you to the closing table. Right. So if you're serious, you know. I don't want to waste another agent's time, but right. definitely here to help you in any way. Please reach out, send a message. Mm-hmm. And I'm with her on that. No, we do not need no mandatory time wasting around here. Cause I feel the same way. Do not text me. If you're not ready, don't call me. If you ain't got the whole deposit. <laughs> and I'm real. Saying, I hope that come across rude. Cause I didn't mean it to be rude either. No, <laughs> no, but you know what though? It's not being rude. Because I, I do, like, I feel the same, like, I do travel um, books and stuff like that. But when you do things like that, people will hit you up and, oh, could you look up this trip for me, that trip for me, this trip for me? And it does. It takes a while for you to go ahead and research stuff like that and to get them that information for them to go to Expedia because it's $3 cheaper. You'd be like, oh, my gosh, yeah. wait a minute. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like, no mandatory time wasting around here. If you're serious and you have a question, you can reach out to Keisha. If not, then you're going to see these hands. <laughs> now, I said it. I said it. And I'll make sure to include all of your uh, tags on the show notes. Um, I think you're on my Instagram. You're on the Brown Liquor Instagram. So um, I'll make sure to include all of that stuff in the show notes. And that's it, y'all. We're going to get up out of here. It's a wrap. It's a Thank y'all so much. I appreciate it. Have a wonderful rest of your night. We, I definitely am. I'm going to finish off my uh, my vodka. I ain't doing brown liquor tonight neither, but I'm about to be sleep. <laughs> but one more thing, Okish. Where, where are you at? Are you in, you said you're in Augusta, Georgia? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever lived in the Carolinas? I have not. But, you know, they're so close. I drive there all the time. Yeah. We just got <laughs> Columbia this weekend. Um, Columbia, South Carolina, but... I nope, never lived in the Carolinas. All right, well, I know who to hit up because that's where I want to go. Mm-hmm. That's where I want to retire. That's where I want to be. <sighs> well, were you ready? Hit me up. I am. I'm going to definitely hit you up, but I'm not going to waste your time. I'm going to wait until I got the bad line by the bad line the money on the line. <laughs> that's right. All right, y'all. We out. We out. All right. Have a good one. You too. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Make sure you check back in with us every Saturday for new episodes. Follow us on all of our social media for updates and events. 
and make sure you rate and review this episode wherever you're listening. If you have an event coming up and you need hosts for your event, hit us up. We just might be open and available. Make sure you share this episode with anybody that can use the information and insight that we shared in this episode and stay tuned for more Brown Liquor Greatness.